to excuse my friend how's everyone doing today we are doing so well because we had the coolest guest on yes Perez freaking Hilton. I'm a little starstruck right now. Not gonna lie. Are you serious, Perez Hilton? The talking Perez some sex? Hilton. We had a good gossip sesh. We did. We love a good gossip sesh. <laughs> we are the queens of gossip. Oh yeah, we're the queens of drama. Not really, yeah. but yeah. No, it was really fun talking to him. He was actually a lot nicer than I thought. He was really nice, and he gave us a compliment. So wait for that. Yeah, that like made my day. Yeah, means a lot coming from him. So super stoked for you guys to hear this. And uh, let's just get to it. Let's just here it is. Here's our interview with Perez Hilton. (laughs) We are so excited. We have Perez Hilton on our show today. For those of you who know him, don't know him, he is the original influencer, the original gossip king. The original TMZ, guys. Before TMZ was a thing, this guy was him. The TMZ. I'm kind (laughs) of starstruck right now. (laughs) Thank you. I am old, and that's a good thing. That means I have a lot of experience and hopefully some wisdom to share with you all. However, at the end of the day, I've realized that no matter what great advice you might give someone, people are going to do whatever they want to do. They just want to be reassured that what they choose is the right thing. And if they don't get that, they'll talk to somebody else who will reassure them. I agree. Maybe you should be a therapist. I feel like that's very (laughs) therapist-like of you. (laughs) I love my therapist. He's an older gay man. I fully believe in therapy. Actually, I moved to Las Vegas a few months ago after living in Los Angeles for 20 years. And if it were not for my therapist, I don't think I would have had the courage to make this move. Wow. I kept, con- you know, the brain is very powerful. And I had convinced myself that I needed to stay in Los Angeles. I'm Perez Hilton. I have to be in LA or right. I'll move when my children are graduated from high school and all of these things. But no, my therapist really helped me realize, and so did the pandemic that you could really work from anywhere and live wherever you want. And I'm so much happier in Vegas. Are you? Away from all the chaos, right? The craziness? No, there's more chaos in Vegas and I love it. I (laughs) I find peace in the middle of the hurricane. Like I love the constant stimulation. I love that there's so much to do. For example, yesterday, I went to two big events. I went to a concert, which I haven't shared yet, so I don't want to talk about it, but (laughs) I did go to a CinemaCon event, which is this big conference held every year in Las Vegas where all of the film studios fly out their superstar talent. So there was Ryan Gosling there. There was Justin Timberlake. There was the cast of the Fast and the Furious. All of these big celebrities. And... They show you trailers, extended scenes, and featurettes from their upcoming releases. So it was super cool. And I got to see, I was in the room, and all of us were the first people anywhere to watch footage from the new Wicked movie with Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo. She loves Wicked. I'm obsessed with Wicked. Like, if I'm in my car, it's full-blown Wicked on repeat. So do you miss L.A.? I don't miss a single thing about LA. No. <laughs> no. 
Well, Vegas is another entertainment capital, so it works it for you. It is. It that, is. That's wow. That's pretty cool. So Mark Wahlberg moved to Las Vegas, also. Really? Oh wow! Mark so Wahlberg. a lot of people migrate. That's funny. We moved to LA. People are leaving. Yeah. Right? Like bye. Peace out. <laughs> I mean, LA is great when you're young. Honestly, I moved here for quality of life. Mm. There is so much less traffic here. Lucky. The traffic in Los Angeles was just poisoning my soul. It's it was so just draining the energy out of me. And yeah. not only is there less traffic here, but it's a smaller city. So even when there is a little bit of traffic, you can still get to places quicker because there's less distance to travel. So the quality of life is so much better. I love it. Aww. Eventually, you'll move here. <laughs> Eventually, eventually, eventually. We Time we actually just tell. moved from Nashville. We were there for like six years. Oh. And it was so boring. No stimulation. Yeah. We're like, we gotta move. Yeah. Somewhere. So right now a lot, a lot of people are a, a lot of celebrities are moving to Nashville. They're they they'll move back. I'm telling you. Probably. <laughs> but like you said, you know, virtually we can do this anywhere. Look at us right now. So it works. Yeah, you can works. kind of be anywhere. Um, so we kind of want to know like Can I just also have... say, hold on. I, I really appreciate the effort that you put into looking good for little old me. You're like oh, all done up. Thank so you. Kudos, the that, hair, the makeup, looking I did cute. my nails. That means a lot coming from you because you're kind of a harsh critic. So I'm like, <laughs> I have a major- uh, Well, critic. I wouldn't say I'm harsh. I'm just honest. I used to be harsh. I'm still honest, but you can be honest in ways that are not hurtful. Right. right. There's, there's a, you, I'm sure you've learned over the years that there's a way, you know, now yeah. when you were, when you were younger, younger Perez. Okay. I just want to be in like that mind. Like, were you the way you are now? Were you the gossip King? Like, were you kind of just, you know, doing that while you were younger? I think so. And what's interesting is I think a lot of it is cultural. You know, I'm Cuban. Both of my parents are from Cuba and in the Latino community, the word gossip is chisme, and it doesn't have any negative connotations. Whereas in English, gossip, gossiping, to gossip is frowned upon. Not in the Latino community. It's something that we all do. It's something that is celebrated, that is fun, that is part of a get every get together. Like my mother was the biggest chismosa there was. She was the biggest gossip. She knew everything about everyone from the neighbors down the street to my relatives, to the people at my school. She would get all of the Spanish. Actually, this is interesting too, how a lot of Americans are interested in the British royal family. A lot of Latinos are also interested in the Spanish royal family. So I grew up reading about the Spanish royals and reading all of my mother's Spanish language gossip magazines and that really imprinted on me from a young age. Wow, wow. So you once mentioned that celebrity and pop culture saved your life. Can you elaborate on that? Absolutely. It really did. My dad died the summer between my sophomore and junior year of high school. Suddenly, wow. you know, he had an aneurysm. And my mother was fairly young then she was I think only like 34 years old oh. and it was the 90s she was just trying to stay alive you know she didn't know how to handle that or process that she didn't put me in therapy 
we didn't really even talk about it. She literally, she literally developed diabetes after my dad died. Wow. She went from not being diabetic to then being diabetic. That's like so cool, physically. Yeah. Uh, so I think she was just trying to not die herself. And I never processed what happened, but I did drown myself in the TV and in the world of pop culture and in my magazines and in the radio and the music. And it really laid the groundwork for who Perez Hilton would later become. It saved me. And in a way, it also became a crutch because I never processed that and dealt with this really traumatic life event, which is not the reason I did the awful things later in life. It's, you know, I take full responsibility and accountability for all of my mistakes. It might help explain it, but it doesn't excuse anything. Yeah, that makes sense. Is there, you know, so you, are you saying like you regret some of the things that you said? Or oh, yeah. Okay. You know, sometimes people say, oh, I don't have any regrets because everything right. led me to where I am today. I have a ton of regrets. I wish a time machine was real and that existed and you can go back in time and do things differently, but I can't. Mm -hmm. You can only do things differently now. And I do. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, I think that's beautiful that you can see that because I think we all have regrets. We've all done things five, 10 plus years ago that were like, oh my gosh, I can't <laughs> believe I did that. I can't believe I said that. And that's okay. You live and you learn. You're in therapy now. Like, You're nice. <laughs> although, you know, with somebody, and, and this is where not only do I hope that I may inspire some of your listeners or viewers, but hopefully I can be a cautionary tale as well. Because the things, and also I am not saying that youth is an excuse. There's no excuse, okay? I was younger when I was, had this, you know, vicious way of doing things. Huh. Um, but the things that you say on social media when you're young may haunt you for the rest of your life because the internet is forever. I've got receipts. Look at what he said then. Look at what she said then. Look at what he wrote or, or the yeah. video that they made, you know? So really, I mean, my kids don't even have cell phones. Like my son is 10. A lot of 10 year olds have phones. My son doesn't have a phone. He doesn't have social media. And when he does, we're gonna have a lot of training and conversations about how to navigate that world and really, be in it with caution because I saw this one video like this is the and it's not even what you say it's like not even on social media but I saw this one video a few days ago of this 14 year old high school or middle school wrestler did you see that video oh, I don't think so this kid at 14 years old lost the match uh -huh. and was so piss poor of an unsportsman and unsportsmanlike that he went and he shook the hand of the person that he lost the, the wrestling match to. And then he sucker punched him and it was all caught on video. And what's unfortunate, like, yes, that was wrong. That was inappropriate. That kid should have known better at 14, 
but that kid's name is now out there all over social media. And he doesn't have a, a name like John Smith, right? He has a very unique name and this is going to haunt him for the rest of his life. And he's just 14 years old. Oh my Good gosh. luck with the job, right? Now I know. If that was my kid, I would tell him to change his name. 100%. Oh, totally. Change yeah. that name. Speaking Stand of names, forever. how did you come up with Perez Hilton? Because that's not your na name, right? You know, I'm so old that you're I You're not old. Yeah, you're not old at all. Stop I'm, it. I'm 45 years old. I'm a boomer as the kid. Young. <laughs> uh, I'm so old that I have to give context or just remind people, you know, back in 2004, when I began, Paris Hilton was as big or close to as big as Kim Kardashian is now. You know, Paris is still an icon, but she's not as relevant or as huge as she used to be. And that's fine. I'm not either. I used to be an it girl. I used to be real hot. I'm not hot anymore, but I'm still an icon, okay? I am yes. a trendsetter. I am the original influencer. Yes. Even though Paris falsely claims that she is, that's BS, okay? It's you. She's not. Let's look at Paris Hilton for a second. She was born an heiress mm. into mm. a wealthy known family. Then when she was a teenager, she made the conscious decision to become a socialite, which not all heiresses do. So she was born an heiress, chose to become a socialite. Then she chose to become a reality TV star. So her path to success was a lot more, quote, traditional, whereas nobody got success and created things for themselves in social media, I think before me as an influencer, like the, that word didn't even exist when I started. What they used to call me and others back in the day was web celeb. No, web celeb. Web celeb. That was the term. Web celeb. I kind of missed that term. I wish they would bring that back. Oh, I, I like that. Web celeb. Okay, and so so had Perez Hilton. So like, does it have to do with Paris Hilton then? Yeah, she was so popular back then. And I realized early on, you know, when I'm talking and I was doing things differently, you know, when I was talking about things that could get people heated, having an alter ego was probably a, a good idea. Yeah, having a stage name. Because I was, you know, getting death threats and things like that. Gosh. So at the time you're making $50,000 a week. What the hell were you spending your money on? That's like, how did, like, what, podcast, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do you even do with that kind of money? <laughs> the hell did you do? Was I making that much? Um, one of the mistakes that I made was, you know, I went to school for acting. I went to NYU. I got my useless <laughs> degree in drama like, I pray to God, none of my children want to be actors. That's such a waste of money. If you are going to be an actor, I'm of the school of thought. Just work at it and do it and don't even waste money on school. And if you are, if you can get a full scholarship, great or whatever. But I did get a full scholarship, but I still had to pay for room and board. And room and board at NYU was real expensive. So... Anyways, um, 
Sorry, I, I totally lost track. What were you supposed no, to do? What did you do with like the money that oh, you were- Oh, right, 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 right. So, you know, I didn't have a business degree. So I started blogging as a hobby and it became a job. And then the mistake that I made was I didn't save. I didn't save, I didn't invest, I didn't diversify. All of the money that I was making, I put it back into the company. I put it back into the website. I hired an, a social media team. I hired a video team. I hired an editor. I hired this. I grew. I got an office, blah, 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 blah. And I wish I would have maybe invested or half back in and grown slower or gotten investors or things like that, you know, like. I, I didn't know better. I thought, oh, you're making money, invest it back into yourself and into the company to make even more money. And ultimately, I think that ended up being a mistake. Interesting. It's good to know. It's I feel like you always you. hear about that though. They're always like, yeah, like in business. One of the best bits of advice that I would give to young influencers that are hot, popping and crushing it with money is you might get some advice to buy a house, right? Mm -hmm. Don't. Do not buy a house. Instead, buy a duplex or buy a triplex, you know, a multi-unit type of situation. Live there. And then in two years time or three years time, if you're still crushing it, then buy a house. But keep that duplex or triplex. Become a landlord and start getting passive income that you're generating every month doing nothing. I wish I would have done that when I was younger. Uh -huh. That's really good advice. Think about it. Zillow right? <laughs> yeah, we live together. We've lived, lived together for so long. We've been friends since first grade. So like Aww. we're very attached. So we're like, so when the time comes <laughs> to invest and get a duplex, yeah. it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, we live in one uh, next yeah, to each other, one exactly. in the other. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I, uh, I think it's so inspiring too. I kind of want to move it to like your kids. You have three kids and yes. you have full custody and you're raising them on your own. And they're so cute. I see them in yes. your videos. <laughs> I talk about this all the time. Like I would love to, if I don't find, you know, someone to have kids with or get married, I would love to just raise kids on my own. And I feel like not a lot of people talk about that. Well, first of all, I have to give Tons of thanks and credit to my mother who lives with me, which is a bit of a, to some of you watching or listening right now, they might think it's unusual, but in the Latino community, it's actually very common for the grandparents to live in the house with you. That's actually how I was raised as well. My grandparents lived with us and now my mom lives with me in my house and my kids, and she helps so much. I It, it would be such a different, worse experience without her. So uh, I just do it. You know, you just do it. Like the things that matter to you, you prioritize and you get it done. And my kids are my number one priority in life. I'm a very hands-on father and a great one because... Not only do I work hard on it, not only do I put the sweat equity into it, but 
I have the bar so high that even on days where I feel like a failure as a parent, I'm still crushing it because my bar is so much higher than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, raising kids is the most, you know, rewarding job, I feel like. Well, we you don't know. know. We don't have freaking well, kids. I hear like it's so rewarding. I've heard. <laughs> I have sisters that have kids. I want to know if your kids wanted to get into this industry or become celebrities themselves, would you allow that? I don't even like to ask my children what they're going to do in the future for work because I feel like that puts unnecessary pressure on young minds mm -hmm. and it's not a healthy way to look at the future. All that I tell my kids, because I like to be honest with them, is I will love you and support you, dot, 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 no matter what, but oh, oh. there is a but. I will not financially support you when you're adults. Oh. And I will not su support or tolerate laziness. You cannot be lazy. You can do whatever you want to do. And I will and I will support you with advice and just kind words and, and other ways besides financially. But you have to work really hard. You have to. Like that's the biggest lesson that I've learned in life. You know, social media has given me so much and it has changed mm -hmm. so much since I started in 2004. But one thing has remained the same, and that is the speed, okay? You might luck your way into success thanks to social media. One video might go viral overnight, and then you might have millions of followers. But while you might be able to luck your way into success, you will not sustain success without an incredible work ethic. 100% agree. And that's one of the reasons why, you know, a lot of influencers, first of all, it's kind of, I wouldn't say, it's never easy, but sometimes in addition to luck, it's easier if you're young. And obviously it's easier if you're hot, you know, pretty, pe <laughs> pretty people do well in life. It's a sad reality. Yeah. And not a sad reality. It's just a fact, you know, like why do we never see extremely overweight people as newscasters? That's Society and, and, and jobs discriminate against fat and ugly people. I'm it's true. Sadly. I think it's uh, a little bit though not changed can you name <laughs> one can you name one morbidly obese news anchor yeah Julia. i don't even know any news anchors <laughs> names, yourself but I'm, I'm taking myself a <laughs> but I, I mean i would hope to see it change. you have to you have to work hard at it you know and i and i worry for a lot of these young influencers where they get success at 15 years old at 16 we're already starting to see it, you know, even before TikTok was a thing, there was Musical.ly and the kids that were popular on Musical.ly, none of them are popular anymore. And so many of them are turning to OF, if you know what I mean, oh. and selling their bodies because they used to be making money 
And now, you know, they're not 15 anymore. They're 20 and they're resorting to, to that. And I worry that when they're in their, that when they're 25, we're going to have this generation of really depressed people who feel like I peaked at 15. Yeah. I peaked yeah. at 15. I'm not popular anymore. Things aren't coming my way. You know, it's, it's sad. That is yeah. sad. You know, I got to work hard and stay relevant. No, yeah. And 20 years from now, like you said, who knows? Like everyone's well, just- the best advice I would give to any young influencer that's crushing it is go to college. If you're not going to get an acting degree, go to college, <laughs> pursue that because you can do that and go to school. You can be an influencer and be receiving your education. Totally. That's like Alex Earl. She's doing amazing at that. She's going to school and she's doing the influencer mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. So it's pretty cool to like, to see a mix yeah. of, of all. But in those hours, work hard. You would put in 16 hour days, I read. Like, it, I still do. I still it, put in all of those hours. Yeah, and being a dad. So, so yeah, if you can impressive. do it. Wow. We are gonna wrap it up here. I think we have in a few minutes. One more but, yeah. question for you. Um, How's your love life? How's dating in Vegas as opposed to dating in LA? Any, you know, updates on that? Well, I don't want to do online dating. And that's just how most gay men and actually just most people, period, meet others. Yeah. It's it's the norm, you know? And I no, I don't have any judgments against it. I just it's such a full-time job. I would make time for a great man. Right. But I don't want to do online dating however like it's everything that i have wanted out of vegas is happening like it's Manifesting. it's not just the quality of life but it's also the people here i love the people of vegas and they've really welcomed me with open arms and i've made new friends and i've made new gay friends and those friendships might lead to meeting their friends and that might lead to a man in the future. You know, also just things like getting out of the house. I feel like I became a hermit in Los Angeles and I would go out every once in a while, like, especially on weekends, but like in Vegas, I go out, I went out last night on a Wednesday night. I'm going out tonight on Thursday night. Like I'm doing so much and just getting out of the house increases the odds and the possibility that you might meet someone and have a connection and it'll be good for work too. You know, it'll be good for everything, personal and professional. Yeah. That out. human interaction. So and I love that. I'm a people person and I love it when people come up to me and say, hi, I love to take photos. I love to hug people i'm glad that we're hugging again and i know, can do that. I know like that awkward like do we shake hands wait i have one more one okay. more for me actually so who is the rudest celebrity that you have in like come in contact encountered. with encountered <laughs> like who is it there was this actor whom you probably don't even remember his name is jesse metcalf do you remember him? I'm so no, bad with names. No, I didn't. proven. His big break was that TV show, Desperate Housewives, back in the day. Okay. And 
you know, this was back when I was young and, you know, it was the Hills era. And I remember every, okay, we were at Ledoux. I don't know if you guys ever watched the Hills, but Ledoux was featured there a lot. So I went to Ledoux and I run into that guy, Jesse Metcalf, and he came up to me and he said, I've fantasized about killing you. And I'm like, whoa, that's pretty rude. That's, that's pretty rude. Was that's he like, real, okay. like for real or was he like being funny? I think he was drunk. Okay. I think, you, know. <laughs> you just don't say that. I know. <laughs> like, whoa, dude. Yeah, that's, that's, wow. That's, what a story. Yeah, what a story is right. <laughs> so you've accomplished so much. You're a dad. You've done it all. What can people expect next from you? Well, that's a great question. I don't like sharing things until not even the, 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 the contract is signed. Like after we've started, you know, because not that I'm superstitious, but I totally get that. We're the same way. Like, yeah. Even if the contract is signed, if we haven't started doing that or whatever it is, I'm not talking about it, but I've literally got so many things that I'm, these ideas that I'm trying to manifest that I'm working on. That I'm, if just one or two of them happen, it would be so awesome. Like I've been doing what I do now for 19 years, but I still am a big dreamer. I think it's important to keep dreaming big. And I've got that incredible Cuban work ethic and life has humbled me in many ways. So I have so much gratitude, uh, you know, and gratitude that two smart, successful, lovely young women like yourselves wanted to spend some time chatting with me. So I appreciate this. Thank you so much. We're so you. excited. Like, try Perez. Yeah. Like you're just an icon. And then when you're like, yeah, we're like, oh my God. We're like, like oh, oh, you're amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah. hanging out with us and taking the time. This has been so much fun, so Perez. Much fun. We really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. And if any of you watching or listening enjoyed this, I have my own podcast. You can listen to that at perezpodcast.com. Of course, I'm giving you the hot topics, everything pop culture, and I think it's really good. So check that out, perezpodcast.com. Yay, Yay, we're here for it. Thank you.